It's, but the thing is, the so weakest hard. thing is, a lot of men say that women are very powerful if only yeah. they knew. Yeah, exactly. And some people don't know, and that's why they keep on being walked over because yeah. they don't know how powerful the pussy is. The pussy is. I it's didn't very, want to say pussy, powerful. but I want to say the item between their legs. Your pom pom. Bring life. life. It's like pom pom. Bring life. Day day day. day day day. day day day. day day day. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, everybody. This is week 78. 78, that's it. Of On The Low Podcast. This is Cinti. And you have your girl here, Miss JP 3.0. Yeah, so <laughs> we're here <laughs> for another week. So let me start off with you, baby girl. How has your week been? How are you? Uh, What's popping? fine. Hi. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what's been popping in my week today? Is this the, the little kittens? It's the little kittens today. <laughs> and they're on the little kittens. <laughs> the cheeky little kitty cats. Um, my week has been pretty good. Uh, my rant for this week is anyone can get it. I don't care. This is the shout out to the passive aggressive white women on the train. I do not care if you're pregnant. If you're trying to come for me with your passive aggressive bullshit and you're stepping on man's no fresh creps, mm. you can get it. What did okay? she do? Like what she, happened? She, I'm, Tell us. I'm there sitting in the carriage, minding my own business, waiting for the train to start. Yeah, I've pushed myself into the corner of these like four seats, you know, when you have the two facing each other and mm. then you have the table in the middle. So I'm just there. By the window, my nice window seat, minding my own business. And there's bare seats around, which means you could have not sat next to me. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you could have sat somewhere else. But no, you wanted to fast up yourself and sit not on the seat that's adjacent to me. You want to sit right opposite me. So your feet now have to kick and touch my feet. Cool. You've established that my feet are where they are. You now want to now push my feet and step on my crips. And now plonk yourself there. So I just... I. I was like on Instagram scrolling as you are. And then I just look up her. I give her one look. And of course, she's not trying to make eye contact with me. I'm like, cool. I'm just staring at her so she can feel my eyes burning into her skull. Is she black? No, she's white. Okay. Burning into her skull. And I'm just, I'm there for like a good five minutes. I've established myself. I go about my business. Why 15 minutes later are you going to come and do it? Juke yourself again. Uh-uh. I was like, listen, my friend. So I just realigned my fit and I just tapped it on her shoe so she knows what's good did and she, i looked at her again and she stopped okay because then now she wants to be on the phone saying oh oh and i and i feel so i don't know i have felt like i was going to faint like and she said it really loudly faints so I, bitch i was just like <laughs> i will catch all faints. your white tears i don't care faint i don't care you're trying to step on my crepes you can get it today don't be pushing yourself in the excitement and think deal. that nothing's going to happen. I can't do that I'm not that the shit. one. Like when I wear my white converses, yeah? The way I sit down on the tube, <laughs> you'll think that my, movie, my foot and my, my leg is moving mad. It's because I don't need no problems. I need anybody stepping on my shoes. And sometimes when people do, I just look at them. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, you're damn right. You're sorry. Yeah. You're very sorry. Uh-huh. Do you know how much I pay for this shit? 
<laughs> Listen, but at least she learned her lesson. I hope she won't do it to anybody again. Well, the thing is, though, this feeling of entitlement, yo, like this really has me. Well, we're gonna get onto that in the minute. Yeah, we will get onto that. To that run. that that bullshit. We will get onto that in a minute. With the two girls walking out of the hostel. Actually, sorry, there was three girls, two black girls and one white girl. But we'll get to that in a minute. I'm even lost with what she's saying, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> anyways, anyways, yeah. since Jessica doesn't want to ask me how my week was. Oh, sorry, Cynthia, bro, how I was forgot. your week? <laughs> my week was very good. It was oh, very sweet, bad, in fact. My bad, my bad, I just came from a team building day at work. It was actually lit, you know. We went to Hampton Court Palace. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we went nice. to do the tour. We were doing one, um, you know, one of them tour games. And they, they actually went in with the prize this time. Because you know, sometimes you get some shit prize. They said, okay. if you win, if your group wins, you get half a day holiday. I said, like, that's all oh, right. You, know? like, you guys that, are stepping the fuck up. That's nice. Like, this is good. We got, we came second. So uh-huh. unfortunately, we didn't, you know, win. The... win. But I was happy to be able to bond with, you know, my colleagues. Your teammates. And I realized something as well. Like, at work, I'm so well spoken. But when I get, when I leave work at 5 15, I'm a, <laughs> I just, <laughs> language just goes out of the window. Literally. You... I'm like, I can't remember the name. Can't of the even book. express myself properly. <laughs> but there's a book like how to operate within white spaces, and they talk about um, putting on like your white voice. You know, like the oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I speak well sometimes anyway I, as a normal person. I surprise myself sometimes. Sometimes, like, right? Did I say that? Yeah, it's like <laughs> dying. Like even do yesterday, on, yeah. Do you put on your white voice. I don't. Someone did say like someone called me one time, and I was like, um, hello, um. Who's this or something like that? And he's like, Sophia, why are you about you, man? Relax. <laughs> I said, Fam, I'm at the desk, bruv. Relax. What are you saying? <laughs> my code, my G, my code. No, but even yesterday, yeah, something was, some, my laptop was moving mad. And then I said, oh, sugar. Then my colleague next to me must be like, oh, you're, you're really good for saying sugar. Because if that was me, I would have said shit. I said, Fam, do you think I said, sh- you think I said sugar after 5.15? <laughs> 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 shit, for real, bruv. <laughs> But yeah, like oh, you, golly gosh. I feel like you should be able to know how to adapt yourself in, you know, different situations, yeah, environments, you know, yes, like I can correct. speak very eloquently, but today, right now, I'm not at work. So I'm going to speak like this. <laughs> I switch you up and start speaking very eloquently and I can be very roadish yeah. as well. But yeah, my week was good. I went to Crepes and Cones Woo. on Saturday. Didn't get to eat. Yeah, that was it. Really? Yeah. Everything is everything is sweet. Everything is sweet. Um, blessed and very favored. Highly favored. Highly favored, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're highly favored and highly oh, flavored. Yeah. Very favored. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you want to move on to the quote of the week, babes? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, this quote. Where did I get this from? I think Hold you on. got it from Google, mate. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, no, I did, I did. It's, a, it's an African proverb. <laughs> I, think you I, got like, Google, yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> I was researching um, funny African proverbs. Mm. And so the quote of the week goes like this If, you're th- if you think you're too small to make a difference, you haven't spent the night with a mosquito. I like that quote. I had to read it like three times and then got it. One more. Really if you again. think you are too small to make a difference, you haven't spent the night with a mosquito. It's kind of self-explanatory. But go on, explain it. You see how a mosquito is little, yeah? Yeah. You think that, rah, it can't fuck you up. It can yeah. fuck up your skin in it. 
and that's a difference. It can fuck up your whole life. You can become yeah. allergic. You yeah. can um, go to hospital. Malaria, Malaria that, yeah. is real. It can really mess you up. So, with that being said, you're not too small to make a difference. Right. Anywhere you go. Right. If a mosquito can make a difference, you, you, you damn right can make a difference. Your one little voice in the big, big sea. Exactly. Can make a difference. So, guys, if you feel discouraged about anything you're going through in life, don't think like that. <laughs> it's like, it sounds like one of those adverts. Why, well, hey, why are you laughing like that? <laughs> don't please. think like that. You're just mocking the ting. Now, nah, all You're jokes aside, ting. yeah. Like, <laughs> Isn't you, it because she sounds like an advert with her with her white voice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like deep and profound. Like, don't think like that. <laughs> yeah, but all jokes aside, yeah, literally, don't think like that in it. You can make a difference. You just have to believe in your source, bub. Yeah. You really do. You don't know who you're going to inspire. And you know what? Yeah, it's actually mad because I think it was about a month ago. My friend said to me like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you really inspire me by the way you do your Insta stories. I said to her, I don't really say much on the Insta stories. Sometimes Mm. I chat on there or whatever, but not enough. Mm. She said, yeah, but I can just see the confidence, you know, Mm -hmm. in you. And that's making me want to be confident. I said, fam. Oh, bless. That's nice. That really touched me. But I said, babes, you you are already confident. You just need to, you know, accept it. Yeah. Because once you accept your your source. source, Yeah. You need to believe in your source. Like you said, everything is already in you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, guys... Everything you need already is is already inside you. Yeah, so th- I I picked that quote because sometimes some people can feel that they are less than or not worthy or they lack um, in terms of impact what they can do for other people, what they can do for the world, what they can do for themselves, even. Mm-hmm. And like exactly what you said. You know, you're 100% enough the way that you are, as you are. Your presence, your existence in this world, you've been put on this planet to make a difference. Mm -hmm. You just being alive is making a difference. However, whichever way you want to express that to the rest of the world is your business. You just living and breathing is inspiring someone. That's right. You know, people are watching you <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs> are you all right? <laughs> I just, I just, I just, no, I just thought of something. Yeah, sorry, this has also been bugging me this week, guys. If you could see the way she laughed, yeah, that was so scary. Ah, oh, for goodness, people just came. Like, what's going on? Sorry, I need to cut that bit out. I just, I literally, something just came, like you know, like a thunderbolt just came, came into my brain. I don't have very many followers on Instagram, right? But with my followers, sometimes I post an Insta story. So I get like over a hundred people following on my Insta story. And I, but I would only get like maybe make up my number 10 likes. No, no, it's true. But I would get like a hun- over a hundred people doing my Insta story. So I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm not that popping. Like, I can't be that popping because I've only got 10 likes. No, but even but then everybody that's on here is checking for my story, trying to look at me. And I'm just like, but I'm not even, like, doing anything. And then two seconds later, I see them on their Instagram doing the exact same thing I was doing. And I was like, yo, like, I'm not even all that. But clearly I am. But clearly y'all think I am. Well, thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the end. (laughs) 
But yeah, as for the quotes, like we said before, don't feel like you're sm- too small to make a difference yeah. in it. You can do it and put your back into it. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, gonna move on swiftly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for just yeah, a tip, for this just week, a tip, what have you got for we've us? We've got love? bits and bobs in just a tip, um, but I had to give a, some light to this one super duper quickly for anyone who was confused. Predominantly, I'm talking about black boys that love off a white woman. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Like, ah, this I'm is joking. not in the brief, bruv. I'm a bit confused. I can't, I don't know what to back up. How can I back you up? I don't know what you're saying. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, for anyone that's confused as to the fact that the majority of white people don't like your black ass. Mm. In the Daily Mail, mm. it has the statistics have been recorded that nearly 80% of hair products aimed at black women contain chemicals linked to cancer, infertility, and obesity. That's and this is this is facts, okay? Fuck. So this is not my opinion or, you know, oh, I hate white people. I actually love a lot of white people. Let me just put that out there. But I think it was Malcolm X. No, was it um, Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. that was on a show and said, if there's a hundred rattlesnakes coming towards you, right, trying to kill you, and you've got a door that you can close and open, and they're coming towards the door to kill you, and then there's 10 rattlesnakes within that 100 that want to save your life and love you, are you going to keep the door open or are you going to close it? Hmm. What would you do? So... That's my answer. Anyways, um, for anyone who's confused, any black person that's confused as to why we need to create for ourselves, we need to take care of ourselves, we need to love ourselves because other people aren't going to do it for us. Here's some statistics for your ass. So guys, if you feel like you have the product, good product, healthy product, not something that will come and impact our health in a bad way, push it. Because you know some people don't believe in the product that they've got as well. There's a lot of people out here selling shea butter, shea butter, but not on a larger scale and they can. Right. Yeah, so then they can, you know, you the mosquito, you can make a difference. Yeah, basically. make a difference, back to the quote. But, because we don't need all this fuckery on our hair, on our scalp and all of that shit. A lot of people, I don't know if this is because they've noticed that a lot of people are on this natural hair journey now so a lot of right, people so are they want to looking put... for these products to make their hair grow and that's why they're putting all the fuckery in there i don't know if that's the reason but guys no some... it's not it's not even that it's it's basically okay it's it's not just hair products it's about the way the majority of the rest of the world treat black people as a whole you mm. would go to places like for example shell and British gas and you would find the types of oil and carbons and things that are illegal in this country and the rest of the world west parts of the world that are illegal in those parts are then shipped over to Africa Mm -hmm. you will go into places like Ghana and Nigeria and the air will be so polluted and so thick with all of these illegal chemicals that we are not allowed to breathe they'll go and dash it over there one because it's cheaper Mm -hmm. and they don't give a fuck so basically what i'm trying to say is we have to start giving a fuck about ourselves Mm because nobody else Mm -hmm. is going to give a fuck about us so all you people there out there that have all the natural hair them products 
push a product them all the people that are interested in buying natural hair products or want to get more interested about their their hair and you know have like healthy hair and things like that go and find local people that actually care about you and who look like you that's helpful as well mm-hmm. and go and invest and buy those products so let's stop giving our money yeah. to people that don't give a fuck about us that's basically what yeah. i wanted to say think you hit the nail on the head there because they don't have our best interests at heart it's not even about like a bad man thing like i hate white people it's just the fact that they just don't care they're going to push products that that they know are bad and they're not going to give it to themselves they'll give it to you Do you know what i mean because they don't care let's care about ourselves yes i'm passionate i'm passionate about that let's care about ourselves and i know some people are saying oh yeah it's easier said than done to tell people to start their own thing why don't you start it if start you, it in your kitchen if, that's, if you that's know, where all my hair products come from if you know from, you've got the resources to do it and if you know you're passionate about yeah. hair products in terms of being a supplier listen push it push it push it <laughs> even if, like, if, it, if it's you your mom your dad your niece your ne- you're helping someone do you know what i mean yeah yeah for real for real and that's money that you're redirecting from someone who doesn't care to some people that you're actually benefiting. You yourself, mosquito, you can make a difference to your life <laughs> and to some other this people's mosquito, lives. This mosquito, this mosquito. This little mosquito. Anyways, I just wanted to quickly say as well that it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Right. This week, and I'm going to shout out all the people that have, you know, been battling with, you know, just struggles in life and they haven't been able to, you know, deal with it in a how do you say it like they've been struggling to deal with you know things they've been going through Mm. i just want to like shout them out and just take time you know take one step at a time you will get there i haven't got a friend as well she's a um she's an artist you know you know jay king artist knows her as well okay shout out jay king Mm -hmm. Uh, her name is kerzata and she does art and she expresses how she feels within her art and as well and it's really really nice so i just want to bigger up as well because she's been you know she's gone through a lot in life and she uses art to, as a way to express herself as like an outlet yeah, yeah i always so. feel like it's really hard in those situations because i never really know what to say to people that are really like hard. going through a depression yeah. because it's i could really always hard. be like oh you know just look on the bright side of life yeah, but it's really hard you know lots of people in that situation they they would really love to but they can't and i haven't known someone close enough to be able to give the appropriate advice so it's really hard for me to try and get to the place where they are because when obviously when you feel like that and you feel suicidal, you feel like you want to hurt yourself. It's very it, easy it, to say get over it, but it's not easy for them because they only they know how they feel, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, they're kind of trapped inside yeah. that like vicious yeah. cycle and it's trying to like break that cycle. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, whether it takes like a trauma or like some random freak, I don't know, experience or something like that, that cycle somehow needs to break and it's just finding a way for that person to to break that cycle yeah and i'm really unknowledgeable about that whole area so i don't really like speaking on it that much mm-hmm. but all i i do know is that a lot of people that i've spoken to they don't actually really want to be there yeah, if they could no. choose they would rather not be there I it's think... hard to get out of that situation I... and it's hard to think that there's a there's a world outside of that situation but it's just sort of like taking that first, how do you take that first step to get out? Yeah. I even saw Michael Dapper like put a post up on Instagram not too long ago. I think it was about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. basically telling people to sp- like try and speak because a lot of people are dying mm-hmm. because they can't deal, they're, they're struggling to deal with, you know, 
what comes at them mm-hmm. and they commit suicide or whatever you know because they didn't I think speak that's about a, that's, it I think that's so a good he first proper, place like, to put start speaking and said like please people speak because i can't see i don't want to see any more people dying around me yeah you know so it was something that when i read it i was like wow like you know it's something you already know but for somebody mm. to just put it out there like wow this is really real we really need to like encourage people to start speaking about how they yeah. feel and that especially depression in men yeah yeah, like yeah. a lot because you because know you're in always this society, meant to see as masculine right you've got yeah. it together no like everybody can you can be vulnerable and you don't have to be vulnerable in the yeah. violent angry way you can be vulnerable in the sort of like breakdown cry way yeah, that's still yeah. a strength for real for real but to yeah. be able to to do that um so it's just yeah shout out to all those people shout out to them i'm but glad yeah. that we're having some kind of awareness but like um what's his name j cole was giving an interview i can't remember where he was giving in the interview in but let's not talk about it after the fact let's try and talk prevent about, it yeah, yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. try and catch it earlier yeah, 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 kind of thing real. let's not try and jump on the bandwagon and start yapping about it when when it's someone a bit passes too late. away yeah, yeah. exactly anyways Next. we are moving on to scott Dovery. wow <laughs> wow i mean we're moving on to skullduggery and fuckery and this week we've got you know gigs uh, versus Piers Morgan, don't we? Who would have put those two together? I can't work out if Piers Morgan is a goodie or a baddie. Like, is he a goodie <laughs> did, or is he a baddie? Did you watch the clip, bro? I well, I watched a couple of clips, but can I like I have also watched Piers talk about Windrush and how disgusted he was about that, and how he did like a whole interview and he was just like, listen. Teresa, you need to sort it out. This is unacceptable. We're going to come for you. We're going to make it a hostile environment for you at number 10. Re-te-te. It's disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm backing you, David Lammy. I would have told her to fall on her sword as well. Man's got you like that. And then twos, twos now. He's going, he's calling gigs. What does he say? He's calling gigs. All oh, right, you're a keyboard warrior. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even see all of that. I was like, Piers, do you even know what keyboard warrior is? I didn't even friend? see all of that. I didn't even see all of that. What I saw was Piers Morgan not letting a black guy speak about, you know, the whole crime rate situation on this. What's it called? That Good Morning mm-hmm. Britain um, whatever channel thing. or whatever. And um, he wasn't letting a guy finish his point. He kept on cutting him off, off and making this guy look like an idiot. But what I was confused about, Piers Morgan had the view that policemen should be allowed to stop black um, black men, black males, boys, men, old people, doesn't matter. The police should be able to target them. Yeah, and that's what everybody... And I was just like... That's, huh? what, that's what everybody isn't happy. Why are you... I was like, is that why actually... Why are you a, concentrating? Why yeah. is it just black people? Because there are white people out there that, that are causing ma- a madness too. Yeah, but to all the bigots out there, it's just like, well, you know, we we're we're blind to that. We're Stevie Wonder and, to that. And that's madness, why. But we just so want to focus on the black people because they're the ones. They're even though they're not, that they don't they're not armed or they don't have any desire to do anyone any harm. They're the ones because they're black. They're they're criminals. They're just criminals. Just yeah, because yeah, black. basically. So Giggs wasn't <laughs> wasn't very happy about that, and neither was I because first of all. If you invite somebody to come on your show to talk, let them fucking talk. Mm. If you're going to keep on cutting them off, they can't finish their point because every single time they have to speak, they need to start explaining 
themselves to what you're saying yeah they don't finish their point yeah so whatever they came to do on the show can be misconstrued yeah do you understand what i'm saying so that's just one busy thing pushing i wanted to his address agenda. don't cut people off let them speak and then if you've got anything to say about that say that after the person has spoken and secondly i don't know why you're so concerned about this whole stop black people on the road business like when mm. is this shit going to stop it's actually fucking getting annoying well this now. this whole thing which makes me really uncomfortable is this narrative that people keep on b- pushing about black on black crime like can we use something different than that because this whole thing of it <sighs> words are so powerful like words are powerful then they're not really powerful but then they're actually really powerful but what really annoys me is that there's no such thing what we see is sort of like a ripple effect of structural racism yeah from white people to minorities ethnic minorities black people included why are there in low you know impoverished areas yeah, why is there always yeah. why is there always a william hill why is there always an alcohol Brooks, shop yeah. right why is there always an alcohol shop like why is the incarceration rate so high why is the education so low da, 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 da. Mm. like it's you know it's it's a system that's been put in place to facilitate this type yeah, of thing yeah. so when we're talking about black on black crime i'm just like mm, yeah, really and what's no. mad is about no it's the code. way it's the way they're else. trying to convince us that yeah it should be like this no no, it no really it's not, mate. Yeah. It shouldn't be like this. We're focusing way too much on the effects and not on the cause, if yeah, that makes yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to cut the snake off at the, the head and not the tail. Yeah. Let's stop dealing around with the tail and, and go straight to the head. But they don't want to do that because then that would involve them. And yeah, people don't want to disrupt their status quo, I guess. But I feel he was like, just like-, like what... um. Dave was talking about he might have been going from that angle but the way that he was going about it was really mad because I feel like even though Dave had good intentions by like yeah let's reintroduce stop and search I just feel that there's just way too many corrupt policemen yeah for us to for us to even consider that because because remember the fuckery that used to happen like back in the day and still does happen get smacked up and all of that still does happen we don't want that to happen to any more of our It's just kind of giving it. them like a free pass. We don't pass. want that to happen to anybody, but specific, yeah. more more specifically on to black people because yeah. that shit happens all the time to us. We have police officers There's, on camera being recorded saying like, oh, don't to. worry, ma'am, we only kill black yeah, people. I know somebody happened to. This was oh, that was in an American in accent, sorry, but that, that happens in England too. Yeah, I know so who know. Did, uh, it happened to somebody I know like, I think he was going home, got stopped one time and they beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Things like this. <laughs> yeah. For what? Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong, you know? Yeah, they I just know. beat the shit out yeah. of him. Yeah. No, for real. And what they do is after that, they sweep it under the carpet. Why are there so many people, black people, predominantly male, in the hospital bed, beaten black and blue, and they have the handcuff on the on the bed? Yeah, it's like you're still being treated like a criminal. These times you were the victim. Right. Like, you've the got the handcuff about why have you been beaten up in custody my dear like if you've done the crime you've done the crime the law will deal with you yeah cool. yeah why do you need to know why get do you need to beating get beaten up it, i don't i don't understand so for me this stop and search thing i'm not feeling it i don't think that's going to make any difference if anything it might make things worse because 
first of all, when you stop a black person, if you stop anybody, you're gonna start thinking like, "Wow, what what did I do? I didn't mm-hmm. even do anything." It's gonna put people on edge. And some, yeah, exactly. You're gonna put you on edge. So even though you you might not want to feel, you might not want to act like, you know, you're irritated. Mm-hmm subconsciously you are irritated because you're thinking i didn't do anything because i've yeah. had that a few times i've been yeah. stopped in the car for no reason i Me was too. driving f- five miles per hour i got my stopped, mom bro. my mom she's over 50 she got stopped what am i getting stopped for yeah i was irritated i was thinking yeah. i did i even had my my cousin was at the back she was at that time she was about nine years old luckily mm. she was smart enough to put a seatbelt on and that because sometimes you know some kids they don't, they don't remember to put it on and sometimes as a driver you forget to even tell your kid oh, yeah, mm. put the seatbelt on uh, seat you have to on. do that otherwise you'll fail yeah, your yeah, driving yeah, test yeah, you know? yeah you will um yeah you will get some points or whatever but or fine but yeah i got stopped one time for no reason and there were the way they were like dealing with me was just so unnecessary mm-hmm. one time i got stopped in front of my house i was mm-hmm. at my destination i still got stopped <laughs> they were like oh your car comes up with no with no uh what's it called no keeper i said yeah because i just bought this car my mom bought this car about like a couple weeks ago yeah and then he said uh oh, what's the details i said fam i don't know my mom bought the car in it yeah. so we can call it together i don't know i don't know the details fam i used to i was driving a banger it was a yeah. 97 plate clio what are you stopping no, all, somebody in the all, they, all they see is it's like <laughs> oh you know a brown face and yeah then, yeah, yeah, you're yeah a it's criminal. trouble it's your criminal that's it yeah. that's in there. It's, it's really annoying so, so this stop of searching ain't yeah. gonna work they'll need to do like a really massive like have a revamp of the police and just campaign do like one massive campaign of like relations from the public and the police and to try and sort of like revamp the image of the police and how they have a relationship with particularly ethnic minorities in this country but to be honest with me to be honest with you me think that's really to be honest with though. us i with all of y'all listening um i really don't think that that will make me feel comfortable because i believe that the police were never meant to protect me they were never designed to protect me. This system was never designed to protect me. So they can mm. campaign and they can revamp and they can rename and they can rebrand as much as they want. But I kind of, it's really hard because you're going to have to convince me that you really like me and love me and you want to protect me and you care about me as much as you do the old white woman yeah and that's yeah. going to take a lot of convincing so you, you know I, you've seen yo, i'm ready for the mad. challenge i'm up for it i would love to see it but it's going to take a lot of convincing i would love to see it i would love to have the the it, met it's like lead everybody the way is just for the like, rest of the country everybody is just like you know what yeah we really want to believe that you know, there aren't racist police people out there, but it's hard to believe that. I, I don't think that there are, there all are, but the majority. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there are some, yeah. Of course, yeah. we've had instances where they've helped you, like when you've gone through, like, you know, let's say somebody stole your purse or something like that. No, you know? no, no, they, they but, haven't helped me there. But, nope. Um, nope. <laughs> when, when I've called the police, I, me, myself, have I ever called I've called them? the police and they have not no, helped I have, me. I have never called them. You know? I I called the police when I got into a fight with the Uber driver. This oh. was years ago. Yeah. Oh, he didn't drop us at our destination. Did he cancel the ride or something? Mid-way? He cancelled the ride. He was like, get out. You have to walk around the, 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 mm-hmm. this block. And then he like dropped us in a council estate and I was going to a rave. I was like, I beg your pardon. This is not the rave, my friend. You better, t- you better drop us. He cancelled the ride. He's like, get out my car. 
Mm-hmm. And then he started juking the car, doing all crazy driving, swaying us back and forth, wanting my head to go through the the wow. front board there. Get out of my car. I'm going to call the police. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to call the police as well. We can call them together. Yeah. And could you imagine when the police actually turned up, they were like, oh, girls, we've um, we found the postcode. Da, da, da. It's just around the corner. Get out and walk. Oh, and if you keep on going further down, the red light district is there as well. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's what the policeman said to us. Could you imagine? He was just like, you, and you can carry on walking and, and find your way to the red light district. Because that's clearly all that, that you're good good for. Wow. Yeah. A policeman, a fully that's, grown that's, policeman that I mess. called. I called him. That's messed up. I was like, know? never again, my friends. Never again. It wasn't until I went to Dubai, this is a little bit of a segue. Yeah. That I realized that a lot of people look at black women as prostitutes. Prostitutes. Yeah. Because every single time we were walking on road, you would hear cars honking and all of that, mm-hmm. like beeping the horn and that. And I think, well, who are they beeping the horn at? Because I thought it was just a normal thing they do during the day. They said, no, nah, because you're black, they think you're a prostitute. Because normally at them ungodly hours there, there's lots of people, because like, a lot of people from Africa and whatever, they come to Dubai and they do the prostitution. Mm-hmm. It's not even just there. A lot of people from let's Asia not, Let's well. not even talk about a lot of black people from Africa come to Dubai. Where are, let's talk about the Russians. When I went to Dubai, I saw bare Russian prostitutes. They're the ones that are getting in. And they're the ones that are smart enough because they're getting the money. They get the money. Yeah. So it wasn't, (laughs) it was Asians as well. I think it was was people from Thailand and people from Filipino as well. Because I remember, because we went to Dubai as a collective because we went for like a rave thing. And one, one, um, I think it was one Asian lady came to a guy and said, oh, you want a good time? And he was like, he was a bit confused. And that's when he realized that Right, like, because you know, some people are still out at that time because we were just there for for raving. When mm-hmm. you come after rave, you're just looking for food, and you just see loads of people just on the strip looking for a man to just, you know, take them somewhere and have a good time or whatever. Yeah. So that's when I realized that rather they really look at black people as black not, women. not just there, not just there. It's that's when I re- that's when I realized it for the first time. I was thinking, wow, this is this this is disgusting. I was yeah. very disgusted by it because then then I really realized that right every single time I'm walking, they're really beeping the horn at me. Yeah, it's mad. I got that when I was in Scandinavia. They were even doing it to Meghan Markle, like when she first came out before um, Harry wrote that statement about yeah, yeah. her. They were they were the newspapers were saying stuff like um oh you know she's just popping around for tea da 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 like basically trying yeah. to. Um, dismiss their relationship to yeah. just sort of like a sexual casual yeah, thing yeah yeah because that's clearly like oh he's not really interested in you you know he's not taking you seriously yeah, he just that's wants what that they black were ass trying to push out there yeah but, exactly but he just want that ass lo and behold this guy's getting married to her this well not this saturday because by the time this comes out they would have been married but they're getting married yeah I remember this week? yeah yeah so it's saturday good on them i suppose you know harry always liked her he always liked black things i'm supposing no, no, he, even <laughs> That's his what dad. People want to say it. No, it's true. Like, why are you always in Africa, bruv? What are you doing there? <laughs> why are you for doing there? No, you remember he <laughs> did something around in Africa for. I think he did something. My in, guy always in Africa. I think he did something with um, did like he, he worked with Rihanna on some project as well. Oh no, yeah, point. he was just doing like um, that was like the yeah, Bahamas. Proper like blah, you know, blah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, they get that from their dad because it was like the three degrees or some some pop group. And he's always been pictured with these three girls. Mm-hmm. It, they were like an old pop group. I can't remember their names. Old people that listen to the pod, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I want to say three degrees, but I don't think it's well, three Tommy degrees. Kitten? I don't know. <laughs> Tommy Kitten. They were black, my friend. <laughs> oh, they're black. Yeah, they, three black they... ladies. And Prince, their dad, 
Who yeah. was his name? Prince Charles. Now. Prince Charles. Yes. He's always he was being photo photoed whenever they'd oh, have something. Real. Yeah, whenever they'd have something at the uh, Windsor Castle, da 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 da. These girls are magically always invited. You see them together running, frolicking on the beach. I was like, my guy, where, where, what, what are you doing with mm. these girls on the beach? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but, and then people fail to know that, fail to know, don't know that actually the royal family have lineage of black blood, anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's yeah. not, let's not, I you know, one, that, act brand new that here. That comedian lady, I forgot her name. I think she was saying it on the TV when they announced the engagement. Oh, which I forgot one? her name. She's black. Oh yeah, she's she British saying, and she's got yeah, short she said hair. Something about there was already she's, somebody that she's had mulatto skin or whatever. She was That's saying it. something about it's that. It's Sophia Charlotte, Queen yeah, Sophia yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Anyone that has Google, like black British queen, you'll understand that our Queen Victoria, mm-hmm. who is like the, the grandmother, great grandmother of the present queen, mm-hmm. her grandfather was the child of this mixed race woman right 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 okay so it's not that far away but yeah she was mixed race she came from um the strand of the royal family that was it was george king george the third married her so she was an actual queen she came from the portuguese side yeah yeah yeah. that's what the lady um, was saying yeah an African royal family, basically. Yeah, but yeah, to bring it back to <laughs> the but yeah, whole, her um, husband was King George the Third. So go and research that. Yeah. Go on Google, Black British Queen. You'll find her face there. She looks blackety blackety black. So whatever they can bleach out her face as much she's, as they want black, to. Right. She had black features. Anyways, to go back to the stop and search thing. Yeah, sorry, I digress. No, we kind of digress, <laughs> but we were all talking. It was kind of linked because it was all about black, black people, anyways. But yeah. Um, Black queens I, matter. I can't disagree with, you know, the way Giggs is feeling. I can't because... Oh, yeah, that's where we were. Yeah, I can't <laughs> disagree with it. So, as What do you as, think about all the swearing and the cussing and, you know, uh, the yeah, cunting? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of pussyholes and... Uh, cunting and... Punting and cunting. He was, he was not happy. No, but he was angry. And do you know what? It's just like, oh, you know, you could have, you know, said it in a nicer way. And da, da, da. I think that's what some people probably... I'm just kind of... Thinking. I'm just like, yeah, I understand you. But at the same time, it's just like, can we also understand that it's... We're angry as well. We're angry, are, yeah. are we not allowed to be angry? Yeah, we're angry. And he, it's not It's not like this came out of nowhere. This yeah. been happening. Yeah. So this was probably the... What's the, the one that they broke the camel back? What yes, was they it, call the it? straw. The straw that broke the camel back. Yes, I said it correctly. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it basically was for him. So he said, you know what? I ain't having this shit no more. So I'm going to post this. and going to let this guy know how the fuck I feel about yeah. it. And that's what he done. Because that's what tweeting is about. Yes. It was even on Twitter. It was on. Well, I didn't see the Twitter. No, bits. he has some Twitter. I, I just saw the um, Insta, you know, post. Okay, but yeah, because Piers Morgan. I didn't even know that Piers Morgan. I'm actually I'm not active on Twitter, so I can't even talk. No, he. My but, man tweets all the time. Yeah, so he came back to him, back to gigs. Piers Morgan came back to gigs via Twitter and was responding, and they were going at it on Twitter, which uh, I thought I was actually very interesting. It. I didn't see that. Man. I was like, oh, really? You're like that? It must have been you? a heated conversation. But it was just like a lot of you know gigs cussing and being angry, which is fine. He could have chosen a better delivery is what the argument was but i'm just kind of like yeah he could have but then i also feel like as black people we're always having to molly coddle the people who are oppressing oppressing us and i just kind of always have to tone it down yeah like boring i feel bored because we're known as the angry aggressive aggressive it's actually annoying you guys need to stop it all that shit um with angry black woman and all that shit just angry, violent, scary yeah. black person. Like literally, 
I've heard people in my office talking about the whole Meghan Markle situation with her family and she doesn't want her dad and her dad's side of the family, like her half brothers and sisters there at the wedding. Was there, did she have a reason about it? Because she doesn't get on, she doesn't like them. They like, I wouldn't be surprised if they probably disowned her. But I, from what I gather is that she doesn't want them there, which means that her relationship with them can't be too good if she's not trying to have them at her wedding. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it seemed like she doesn't really want them there because she ain't trying to invite them Mm -hmm. so whatever the relationship is i'm just like okay cool families have family issues her family issues have been brought into light because she's marrying a prince so you know your dirty laundry is going to be there for everybody to see and that family sure ain't perfect but what was going around in my office was oh you know are you sure it's them like what about her like what what did what what if it's her though? You know, she oh gosh, the queen. I can't join it because the I queen will, must my be thinking, "Oh my god, don't have on my head will fly off." She, the queen must be thinking, "Oh my gosh, like I'm what have they head. gotten themselves into?" You know, marrying into that family. I was just like, Russ. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't get into those. I can't get into those conversations. Because you start <laughs> boiling up. Because even though you don't know Meghan Markle, you're thinking you're talking about this girl. Like she's one of us. She's black. Well, no, 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 no. Well, we can we can back we can back that up she might be part black but she i don't see her as me because she's the most whitest mixed race girl i've ever seen in my I've whole entire actually, life and she doesn't claim us speak. so boy she know she went in there for her man good girl good on you go get your man i like to see what you did there because enough people do it but not enough of us black girls do it she went in there she targeted so my like, man be my prince. and she <laughs> got herself her prince go girl but she ain't trying to claim us so we'll let's let's we'll not, see we'll see what happens after let's she not get go married too hard. and how she uh you know she deals with all these things that go on she can handle it no, I'm not. No, she, in she terms can of, you know, it. when all these things happen to black people, I would like to see her response to it. Oh, she's uh, not going to you as a queen. I'm sorry, as a princess, as part of the royal family, you have to renounce all of your political opinions. Oh, for real? Yeah, you have to become neutral. You can't interfere with politics. So I think she's she talks on some type of um, guys correct me in the podcast <coughs> platform to do with the UN. And women's okay. rights. Yeah. So she's going to have to give that up. Oh, mad. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Guys, correct me if it's the UN. I think it's the UN or some type of global Hashtag platform on the local on that she's on. Hit me up and correct me. But she speaks on one of those panels for rights all around the world. She's going to have to put that shit down. Right. So that was that, mate. She went to a private school. She was very well educated. She was brought up in a very affluent area. I think it's Sacred Heart or something Heart she went to in California, which is like a really snooty, prestigious private school. She is whitey, whiter than white. Like, she good. She can handle it. Go, girl. Get your money up. Get you that prince. (laughs) So, guys, that was that. So, what was hot on TV this week, Miss JP? That's, um... Um, Monroe Bergdorf. I didn't realize that she was British. Is she British? Yeah, I always knew. I that. heard her British. I heard her voice, her British accent. I was like, "Wow, you!" I thought you were American. So, do you want to tell us a little bit what happened in the documentary? Uh, so, what, basically, what was it called? Basically, there was a BBC Four documentary on last night at ten p.m. I think you can watch it on Channel Four. Probably. Play. I Does play Channel however, Four I have an iPlayer or something know, like know. that? They, hopefully, they, I don't know. Hopefully, they do, or you can catch it on YouTube yeah. or any kind of pirate <coughs> you didn't hear it from me pirates 
website. Um, <laughs> but for those who did tune in last night, it was a one part docu drama thingy series about what makes a woman. And for those people who don't know who Monroe Bergdorf is, she was the one, face of L'Oreal at one yeah, point. Yeah, at one point, a model and then for L'Oreal. She got fired, didn't and she? Got she? Fired. Because she had. Uh, because of the way her opinions she was expressing her radical racial opinions yeah apparently it was radical okay so she got fired from whatever she just you know speaking her truth that not enough women of color are being represented in these big brands which is the truth but then whenever we say our truth you know we're always seen as crazy and radical you know speaking i don't anyway so she had that job. Then I think she's now with Urban Urban Decay because I see her face all over for Urban Decay. I was like, yes. And then she was also put as part of a panel to represent the... Was it the Labour? Yeah. So um, the lesbian and gay yeah, community yeah, yeah, that's for the Labour Party. LGBTQ. I don't I think I, I don't know if I missed an, a letter, but yeah, I don't yeah, I don't she, ever but, say the abbreviation because I can never. But I don't know what everything stands for, but I know it's um. Yeah. Right. So she's on the panel, not just herself. There was other people on the panel as well mm-hmm. and of course people be hating you know how people do yeah. you, they see you doing well they want to drag you down so some of her old tweets got dug up and resurfaced and basically she didn't want to jeopardize the work of the panel so she resigned she yeah quit. yeah i remember this wasn't this too was long not ago. too long ago because we actually discussed this on the podcast at some point right so the so she stepped down from that role now and it seems that our baby girl has had some surgery and so this okay. Yeah, docudrama series episode show thing was bringing to light the experience of a transgender person mm-hmm. becoming a woman in particular because right. we were focusing on people who weren't born as a woman journeying into be more womanly and what being a woman means to them right okay so I do not have any concept of how that must feel, but I'm trying to imagine being born into a body that is alien to me. Mm-hmm. So like my spirit and my soul is not at peace with the body that I'm in. And I'm trying to align yeah. myself into a body that suits who I am on the inside, if that makes any sense. Yes, I, I get what you're trying to say, yeah. So Monroe is asking herself the question in this docudrama thingy, I'm just going to call it, what it is for her, what being a woman means for her. And so she basically was talking about feeling and identity and choice and being aligned. And she was um, battling other people's views. You mean the which, people that they haters and that? Are well, not just haters, just normal people from the public. So you got like a panel of women who felt like being a woman was having a vagina, for example. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Um, being able to give birth, things like have that. You, so periods and stuff. Right. So and then it works the other way around because I saw on Instagram there was someone who was born a woman, a woman and she, transi- and she transitioned into, into a guy, being a man and, and she, she still, still has period pains yeah, yeah I saw that you post. saw that one yeah i saw mm-hmm. that post i don't know her him him it's a him now shit yeah but i actually knew him when he was a her oh were they on the spotlight or something no they were just like it's just like raving times 
just oh, like just like about. Oh, you know. Oh, you've but seen no, it. Like yeah, it. being oh, about okay. like not like okay, you know, Nothing. we hang out together, okay, but no, about. No, no. And I was like, oh my goodness! And then I'm like flicking on the Instagram. I was like, oh, this is a good looking dude. Oh wow, didn't used to be a dude. Didn't know that. Oh, okay. But then Monroe was also talking about in this, which I actually found quite interesting. She was talking about um, the fact that she doesn't feel she has to tell the world because she she goes she undergoes surgery to make her face look more feminine and i don't what, know if you've seen all her the Instagram. time or just once no just this once that she did um and filmed while she was doing this docudrama mm-hmm. she became a lot more feminine they chiseled it was actually quite gruesome because you know have you seen that movie face off no. they actually showed you i didn't realize that they were going to be so graphic you know and it was <sighs> 10 so i think it was after the watershed or she, just because it's channel four and they like to be radical like that oh my days the surgeons just took off the top layer of her face and her face was coming off of her oh, no. her head it was a madness I can't and so they removed her skin from her forehead and started chiseling away at like the top of her skull just like, and then like the flap of the skin just went like bloop, and just like flapped down to like her nose you it was actually like <laughs> and it, it, re- it removed like they removed her forehead skin from the top of her hairline and you just see it go flop down yeah. bloop, like just, that just imagine like they were having a mask flapping over your eyebrows it was mad it was mad and then they did the same thing so they cut her jaw the bottom of her jaw by her mouth mm. so that they could get to her chin to like demasculize her chin so they just <laughs> all of this oh, jawline wow. off to smoothen it to make it more of a feminine jawline yeah and to make her head more of like a because you know men and women we have like different shapes Red shapes yeah head shapes and stuff it's like yeah you've got more angles we've got less angles anyways um they did that she comes to from the surgery and she does look more feminine like mm-hmm. a lot more feminine if you can see her before pictures and her after pictures they've smoothed off her face and she just continues the rest of this documentary going and talking to people about how they feel being a woman is and um, how what they think being a woman is uh she i feel has been moving around circles who are very open and very knowledgeable and very accepting of her yeah, yeah. and her views and so in this um this docudrama thingy they were they were putting her in some uncomfortable situations oh, where she was facing people that had very stark contrasting views to her mm-hmm. and basically there was this um really extreme feminist who was so so against um transgender mm-hmm. people becoming female mm-hmm. because she felt this pro feminist mm-hmm. extremist feminist um a fear that um molesting men would change their gender legally, right. become quote unquote female, yeah. identify quote unquote as female, and then be able to access feminine spaces, oh, changing okay. rooms, see, toilets, see, see. Da, 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 and molest, you know, I can't remember the name that they give them, but females that no, were born I get what you mean. female. I get what you mean. Yeah. Because I've heard someone say something similar. But like the thing is, though, like, the, the argument. I can understand where the argument came from, but it was it was like completely out. It was just really random. <laughs> it was really, really random argument to have because what Monroe then said is we've we're already infiltrated the changing rooms and the toilets. If there was going to be any statistics or fear or any validity in validity in your argument, it would have been happening. There would have been statistics already for it happening where transgender females 
would be recorded molesting non-transgender females, if that makes any mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. So we're not your threat here. You're just making up this random threat that hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Because mm-hmm. you want to maintain... No case, yeah, there's know. no case for your arguments. Yeah. You, you just want to basically maintain your status quo. So you're making yeah. up this really wild argument, which on the face of it, I could understand where it came from. But then when Monroe broke it down, I was just like, yeah, that's actually really, really random yeah, <laughs> argument. Really then she was one. faced with older women. And the older woman was just like, I'm really sorry that this isn't what you are that what you want to hear. And I'm old, so I can say this anyway. She, she was someone's grandmama. Someone come collect your granny. She was saying, oh... um. I'm really sorry, but you weren't born with a vagina, so you're just not a woman to me. Is that what she said? Like yeah. that just Yeah, yeah. Rah. So I was just like, I can understand that opinion as well because that's how a lot of people feel. They prob- they purposely just put her in an awkward situation yeah. just to see how she's gonna act. And I feel like wow, like that was really brave of her to do. It was really strong. And it must be really frustrating as well. Yeah, because it's just like you can't help the way that you feel, but then yeah, you you're constantly having to break down and explain to people. And so this was my original point by completely digressed off of it is that she doesn't feel Monroe doesn't feel that she needs to tell the whole entire world I'm a transgender female da, 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 da. I used to be a boy let the world just see me as a woman because mm-hmm. if I didn't tell you that I, I used to be a guy you wouldn't think that of me you would think I was a woman so why do I have to keep on you know opening that up take me as a woman the only people that I need to tell is my sexual partner yeah, yeah, and maybe like you know my parents no, no, no. or my yeah, close yeah, family yeah. and friends I was just gonna say that yeah I'll tell them but for the but rest of the world else, who, like, who, who who what what does it matter and it's funny you said that because it goes back to one episode of back chat where there was a transgender man because he used to be a woman mm. but now he's a man mm. and he said the same thing he said that he didn't um what do you say like the whole explaining to everybody that mm. he's a transgender he doesn't have to do that mm. kind of i think he said he doesn't need to do that tell everybody unless they mean a lot to him yeah kind of unless thing. he's like specifically doing yeah. you know physical things yeah. with that person so yeah like for for me if i was a guy and i met a new woman like a woman that identified as a woman but used to be a guy i would want to know like if we're having like sexual relations yeah, i would want to know i would want to know i would want and i don't think that they're like arguing that i don't think that they're qualming that i think it's like well, she even said that no yeah Didn't she was she just like, that, like cool i'll let them tell. know yeah, I would have to. yeah you would have to yeah so i'm just like yeah good thumbs up that's all good for me whatever floats your boat yeah. i feel like this life is just way too short to be unhappy so i feel like everyone every house needs to live their best life mm. in whichever way shape or form that is even if i can't relate to it i can't relate to it i don't get it i don't feel i fully understand it i'm not educated enough about it mm. but all i know is that i i know for everybody everybody apart from if you're trying to rape people or you want to commit murders to people I, I or you want to go around that. killing will, people because never, of the color of their skin understand that you guys can all burn in a hole I don't want you to live your best lives, but everybody else that just wants to just be happy and be cool and good and vibes and yeah, live your best life. Yes, be a unicorn in your own life. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Be that mosquito. <laughs> be that mosquito. Yeah. But yeah. Well, moving on to <laughs> music news. We've got an album, I think, or a mixtape. I'm not quite sure what it is. I don't know how to pronounce this artist's um, name. Is it six? Six five. No, I don't know. Do you know him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's six nine. No, no, not six no, nine. No, 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 no. It's not the one with the rainbow hair. 
Six. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. There's bear dots. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Six. I X V I. Okay, we're gonna say it like that. Yeah, so six I X V I. Yes, he's dropped a new project. <laughs> I said it like a robot, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> he's dropped a new project and I'm feeling it, you know. Really? As in there's certain songs I like. At the beginning, it sounded like you know when they're doing all these um shows like Gang. No, can I say something? In the beginning and he's like the difference between yeah, that's a what, demon that's and what a I'm monster. Trying to say. Okay, so basically, um, <laughs> trying to cut me off. Who do you think you are? <laughs> no, but I'm just like I was like, Cynthia, are you sure? Are you sure? Now basically, this man is talking about demons. Are no, you sure? No, I, listen, at the beginning, you know when you hear that voice over that are doing gangland when somebody is not trying to incriminate them because if you if you do that voice, they can now trace mm-hmm. it back to them. Mm-hmm. The f- first track is basically him i don't know if it was a disclaimer but he was talking for quite a while mm-hmm. like like jessica said he was talking about demons and that i didn't catch that if i caught it i would have done you know the cross, just to make the sure cross. That, you know everything's all right you know yeah but despite the demon the demons and the monsters no because the thing is can i just break that down to people yeah, that yeah. haven't and won't listen to the album okay you don't need to listen to the album but we listen to the album for y'all so you you don't have to hurt your ears anyways um if you if you do like this guy you know knock yourself out but i'm gonna break this intro down to y'all he talks about demons and monsters in this very demonic um synthesized yeah, yeah. um Them voice, voice recording yeah it sounded very and he was basically he sounded very demonic and he was basically saying that the difference between a demon and a monster is one is man-made and one is just like that and he referred, he likened himself to the one that was just born out the flyer, like fire, like some Hellboy type of situation. Mm, like, mm. you know, he's the baddest of the bad. And I was just like, <laughs> no, I don't I want anything to do with I you then. Sorry. That. It was just very unattractive to me. So anyways, that put me in a bad mood. Um, towards listening to the rest of the album and it kind of shaped my whole outtake about him from there on. Sorry, Sim, what were you going to say? I didn't catch the demons and the stuff. So I listened to the actual project and there were a couple of songs I did like on there. I liked Spin It. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me. Sorry, that's like track five. Share it with me. Spin It. Okay. I like that one with Bassman. I really like Bassman. I don't know if you, he's on one one of P Montana's songs. I'll show you a picture of him later on. You probably know who Bassman is. Um, I like that track. I also liked, uh, what was it again? I think it was. There was only two two tracks that I liked and I put them both in the playlist. So check out, I didn't, well, not liked, but we'll we'll get onto the playlist in a second. With the calmest. But I like Spin It, I like Winning, and I like Elevation. Like they had like a nice, like, like type of beat for me to be like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Elevation is on the playlist. So yeah, pop one was absolute. Which one was the absolutely foolish one? Where I was just like, why did you do that? It was either flood or pop one. And I was like, did you make this in your bedroom at four in the morning when your everyone else is about to go to sleep and you were just really tired and you'd made about fifty different tracks and you were just burnt out and then you just decided, oh, one more, one more. Let me just push myself to make one more. And it just turns out like 
So you didn't really like it then? I was just like, you just did yourself a massive disservice because this is doesn't sound like anything else on the album. It just sounds like some mm. caca. Boy. But yeah, to like, just wow. go through it, he had a when song. You thought, when you thought that you couldn't get any lower, it did. To go through it quickly, he had a song there called Ambu. That was the first track with the demonic voice over. I don't even, I don't even want to know what Ambu then means. So. He've got, he's got the audits. We got fake love. Fake love, love it was you good. Know, fake love fake with love. Ling Hustle and Emac. That's the only reason why I liked I like it that because song, he wasn't on it very much. Oh, fair enough. And she had the the girl. She had like a sick melody going on, and I was actually okay. I could vibe to this enough to be able to have it worthy to be put on my playlist. Then we've got Laya with six. I can't pronounce his name. With featuring Rules, Spin It with Bassman Parker. Ig- Linghi? No, that's her I. So it's Ighao, I think. Oh, Ighao. Six VI, featuring Bassman and Parkow, I think. He got he's got a song called Flood. Flood. Another song called Winning, Pop One, Elevation, One at a Time. I like the way he put that at inside. Okay. <laughs> Sinners and Watba. So yeah, that's that. Ratings out of ten. I probably won't be listening to it again, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's because I'm proper on a summer vibe right now. I'm just trying to listen to songs that are just going to, you know, make me want to dance in that. And that leads me to the playlist, actually. Yeah. So the playlist this week was um very, very... Uh... My compilation skills there. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you want to check out what I'm listening to right about now, go check out our playlist, yeah. So Jessica made a playlist this yeah. week. She put some, you know, old school bangers on yeah. there for us. And she put Bike Back by Black Rhino. Wine Bunny Bike Back. Wine Bunny Bike Back. If you're a bashman lover, you know what's on there. Now, I really like that song. That song reminds me of college. And then, it reminds me of summertime. It reminds me of yeah, yeah, literally. being in school. It reminds literally. Me. The song after that is um, the same rhythm, actually. Vibes Cartel, Go Go Club. You put the radio edit. You should have put the dirty version well, in Well, I wasn't sure because I don't know how Let's young put the our... dirty version is there. It doesn't time. sound the same, does it? It sounded whack. Yeah, because the dirty version... Girl, one no life, you fuck. You won't pack it up like a chuck. You know what? Missionary style it up, bend over so, bend over so, sexy bum mission. See, that's what I was trying to hear. This radio edit was saying, Girl, you like to what? Shut up. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm trying to hear the dirty version, anyways. We just, I don't know if we just because we just sang it in there, but I don't know how old some of our, yeah, I don't know how are, old so. you guys are, but if you were alive in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you know that song because for the people that are that like was... maybe in their maybe in their early 20s mm. or like late you know teens they they'll probably went, no they probably listen to that song in school because you know in school you would have your phone and listen That's to it during lunchtime so maybe the they know that time, song it's just like but not really and then I don't want to I don't know I, I don't just, know. I just get but it. Was that's too a banger, regardless. After that, we got I know there's gonna be good times by, by Pop, Jimmy XX, yeah, Popcorn, Popcorn Assassin, Assassin also known as um, Agent Sasko, that's it. Conscience and Cranium. Cranium. Nobody have to know, so you were me a for. <laughs> yes, that Cranium. 
Sorry, was... I saw him dagger a big girl to that track. You oh know, my god! Um, in a, when I was in Zanti last year, were they doing that passa passa thing where they jump off like one part? No, of no, the he didn't do and... that. So basically, the guy, oh, girl that. came on stage and he was like, "Listen, I've got, I've got help. I've got um travel insurance. Come on here." <gasps> yeah, that's what he said. I got travel insurance. Come on, man. Then, <gasps> they, then he literally he daggered the girl. <gasps> Oh he, he he was a good strong time. he's a strong man you know oh wow he's a very strong man but yeah i like that song then we got for your pockets is peruzzi featuring davido mm-hmm. then we've That's got some afro beats there, yeah. then we've got maradona by niniola that I sounds very afro beatish as well yeah no it's definitely but it's got like a little bit of house in there mm. it's an old track it's a really old track but y'all you gotta check it out don't be regretted. Die for you. If I die for you, all is in vain. Regret. Die for you. If I die for you, all is in vain. Then we've got Jocelyn Floors by XXS Tentacion. This is a story of one of his friends who committed suicide. So I thought that that might fit the nicely mental with the mental health yeah. week. Then we've got Doves in the Wind, Scissor and I Kendrick love Lamar. This. Have you listened to this track? Yes. I think I've listened to it at some point. Basically, before. she's talking but, about like you cannot deny the power of pussy. And I'm just like, I bang this. The way that I bang this tune is But the thing is, so the weakest thing is a lot of men say that women are very powerful. If only yeah. they knew. Yeah, exactly. And some people don't know. And that's why they keep on being walked over because yep. they don't know how powerful their pussy is. Their pussy is. I it's didn't want to say pussy, powerful. but I want to say the item between their legs. Your pom pom bring life. life. It's like pom pom bring life. Oh, you know that girl, your pussy like Bible. Oh, yeah. I was singing. I was listening. <laughs> Guys, I wasn't like actually Bible. singing this song to work, but basically it came on, yeah, on a mix. And it's like, you got to have a blessed pum pum. That's it. Sorry, ever blessed. Guys, and actually, I'm not going to say sorry. This is the lyrics. It's it? a tune. So, no, it's a tune. Yes, that's the lyrics of Vibes Cartel, like ever blessed. Vibes Which, has got it on. This was, <laughs> <laughs> Vibes has made some bangers over the years. And you know what I love about him so much is he's so comedic with it. Like he's got bars for days. Like, but the comedy in his bars. Sometimes does, like... Uh, you're like back you're... it up on your dumper truck. Like, okay, <laughs> dumper truck. Okay. Anyway, the next song we've got is "Bin Wavy" by B Young. The one that's saying "Ring Ring Pon the Ham." It's a hamstring. No. What is it? <laughs> ring Ring Pon the what? I don't know. Ring but... Ring Pon the something. I don't yeah. know, but, but we yeah. were banging it out. For yeah, a yeah, yeah. That was like my tune. That for like was a month. That was Jessica's tune, mate. I was rinsing that one. The then podcast. we've got "Saucy" by T E Dness. Yeah, it's, it's ca- I don't really like it, but it's, it's catchy. It's catchy, definitely. Do you know catchy, what I mean? Yeah. It's got that little freaking annoying catchiness to it. Then we added two songs of Six Vi, Fake Love and Elevation to the playlist. And the Fake l- Love was the one that I loved the yeah. best out of that album. And Elevation album. was the one I liked as well. Mm-hmm. And then the last song is actually a Dutch song, <laughs> and is Cartier. It's called Cartier, and it's by a guy called Doughboy, Shiv, and Free Rob. And it goes like this: Ik ben lit. That means I am lit. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, you know one of them turn up party songs. Turn up yeah, song. it's, it's a proper like turn up song. But it's all in Dutch, so you're all it's all in Dutch. So of course I understand that shit because I'm a Dutch baby girl. 
yeah. And yeah. I, I had to ask, I found it and I had to, I was like, Sin, you have to translate this really cool song for me because it's in Dutch. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sin translated it for me. I'm surprised you found me. it, you know. Yeah, no, I found it on what's on um what's it called Instagram. Oh, okay. I was like, this is sick. Like, you know, like I don't mind, I don't business what language you're speaking if as long as like good. the sound the is the lit. Is all right, I and you're not if I doing twerk to the song. Damn it, <laughs> it's a good ass song. And you're not doing too much cussing, too much <laughs> yeah, geography yeah. stuff. Uh, I can, I can, you know, fucks with it. I, can I fucks fuck with it. it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, fuck and this with one it. was pretty lit. He was like. I'm lit. Ich bin lit. I was like, yeah, this sounds like a litty song. I want to get yeah. lit to this song. So, guys, that was the playlist. Go and check it out. And to close the podcast, we've got a quick question from Relationship and Bullshit. We do. Uh, the question today <laughs> I is... I love this. We get to do Relationship and Bullshit. <laughs> Would you continue to be in a relationship with someone if your in-laws have made it clear that they don't like you? In brackets, for one reason or, the, or another. Hey, hey, hey. So, I've heard many scenarios where people are in relationships and they don't get along with their in-laws and mm. the in-laws are just really not having it or they're not accepting them would you continue to be in a relationship like that would you so that's my question to you jessica would you continue to be with somebody if you know that the mum and dad don't actually like you and they don't want you to be part of the family eventually if wedding was on the you know yeah because i was about to say like how because like, it depends on yeah because if you're not trying to get married then i suppose tell me what is going i suppose be. if you're looking general from the uh, parents perspective they're yeah. like she's never going to be family anyways because they didn't get married but what if you guys do want to get married yeah mm-hmm. and then i have to explain to my kids why grandparents yeah, aren't too are like, not really, friendly yeah so how and do you feel like about that what would you do would you continue to be in a relationship like that or would you say Doses. It depends on how close my partner is to them. It depends on their location. If they're in Australia, like I wouldn't, and I'm living in London, I probably wouldn't give a fuck because mm-hmm. I'm only gonna have to visit them like what max like twice a year or something, and we're just gonna you know put on a a brave face for the kids for the sake of the family. I'm a very family oriented person, so that's quite hard for me to answer because when I I personally feel like when you marry someone, you're marrying their family so yeah, that's, that's me personally that's me personally you are in a way yeah so and i don't know because i'm so family and orientated i'm just thinking about myself and how i interact with my family and i and i understand like some people don't interact with their families the way that i interact with my family like, i'm quite close and so we like visit each other we see each other we speak to each other da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and like you know we have barbecues and birthdays and family holidays and stuff like that so and if i know that they're never going to accept me i'm going to definitely feel a way about it but like, is my husband going to like side with them or back me up? Or is he going to also disown them? Are they living in another country? Are they still going to be, they're not going to like me, but are they going to be civil? Or are they going to not like me and try and do juju on me or something like that? Like With me, it's like, I feel like I don't need this stress, you know? Mm. I don't need this stress. But if you really, really love the guy and he really, really loves That's you. It. I, w- I won't write it off straight away. I'll have a conversation with him and say, babe, mm. like, look, your mom doesn't like me. You know this. How are we going to sort this out? Mm. Because we need to be amicable cool. at least. Yeah. Uh, but I don't even want to be amicable. I want us to actually be I want friends. Her to I love want it me. to be a thing where like yeah. me and your mom can go for brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want her to love me. To I want to be. An, I want her to be my, my other mom. Because imagine know? your your partner going for a toilet break just for five minutes and you're there with the mom sitting in the living room. That would be the most awkward five minutes of your life. Your whole life. You know, it depends, you, you on, might... it depends on like the amicability, like yeah, you said, depends, and, like, the peace. Because it's just, like but... we can understand that we don't like each other, yeah. but we can still get on. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying. Like, what people I'm saying. can still talk and be amicable but and my friendly. My thing is though, like I am with all the people in my work. But the question is more like, not all of them, but if yeah. the in-laws don't accept you, 
and if they really don't like you because mm. I know people who've been in situations where they've said you know hi to the in-laws they weren't even you know when they're not even what's it called um they're not engaged or anything they're just boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. but they've gone and greeted the in-laws and mm-hmm. the in-laws just air them and walk past them hey you know yeah that's are you able to cope with something like that would you stay in a situation like that because that is that's worse than being amicable yeah 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 that's you know? negative vibes that's negative because they, yeah. they they don't accept you to the point where they won't even acknowledge you yeah, you're yeah. a ghost you're yeah. casper to them yeah yeah they won't talk to you yeah, can you hard. be in a relationship like that would you as much as you love the woman would you stay and deal with that or would you say you know what yeah i love you but I can't put us two through this because eventually it's going to affect our relationship. You know what? You know what's going to happen is that your partner then, whosoever side it is, whose parents are being not amicable or hating or being negative vibes, they're going to have to make a choice. They're going to yeah. be like, it's either you or my parents. Yeah. And what if? Yeah. So for me now, personally, I don't need that stress. I really don't need that stress. And but I if th- that person is just like, yo. Like we're out. Like probably Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, they're gonna be like, cool. After the ceremony and all of that ritual stuff is done, we're just gonna bounce, jump on a plane and just fly off to Africa and just be about the world, be about our business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's different. So then you'll be able to put up with it. Then I feel like that in those type of situations, probably you might be able to put up with it because your your partner has said you know it depends what you're they really are gonna do if you're not yeah. gonna be chilling in the same country then i, I suppose it's doable yeah. the only time it will be awkward is when you guys have family family re- reunions and maybe if you have christmas meetups or whatever but even odds, though you, you know, know that your partner is on your side yeah but my thing is i would hate to be that girl in a relationship where i tore where him part of your your, your mum doesn't want to let go of the son and it's like i keep on competing with her these times we have two different roles because i can never be your mum. yeah exactly. do you understand but lots of guys want you to be their mom though. i can't be no i can't like on a I can raise a man Woo! was that your audition <laughs> no, that's, that's, <laughs> i forgot was H was i didn't even see h in the room h was excited but yeah I can't raise a man in it, <laughs> so no, but I'm not H, trying to I'm be not, in I'm a relationship to, to come and raise a, a man. A guy would be like, "Yeah, baby, I want you to be my mama." No, my father, no, no. Of course, and my a, sister guy, too. a guy. I'm not going to say that to you, but <laughs> he is going to expect like, "Yo, woman, where's my food at?" No, but that's different though. Like, <laughs> where's my shoes at, though? <laughs> let me, let me just let. <laughs> where's my, where's my bath water? Let me just answer that. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> Because that's catering to your man, and I expect my man to cater to me too. Oh, let me no. cater to you. Okay, that's not an addition, but I'm just. We've sang so many songs today, but yeah. Really badly. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> <laughs> I got your dinner and so much more. But yeah, basically, that's different because that's catering to your man, and I would expect my man to cater to me too. Raising a man now, raising a man is completely different. It's like when a man, like, he just isn't a man he's still a boy that's what i'm trying to say like but some, would some, you at some your, people never grow up would you at where you are in your life would you be with somebody who isn't a man i would never be able to because somebody never. can be 37 but they can still be a boy 100 so that's what i'm trying to that say will never happen. so like so forget that scenario now just you're with a man yeah you're yeah. with a man a grown-ass man that acts like a man not like a boy okay. and his mom yeah or even the dad they both say this girl jessica 
She's not right for you. I don't like her. She's never going to be part of us. Would you still continue to be in a relationship? Well, as a man, I would expect him to be like, Mom, Dad, I love you very much, but this is my woman. And I'm okay. going to be with her. But as you, as Jessica, I want to tell your I, I wouldn't like Jessica, to be... Jessica, Miss JP, what would you say? <laughs> what would you do? I wouldn't like to be the woman that puts him in that situation. But it it, it depends on, on so many different factors. What put him in that situation? For him to have to choose between no, but that's the, thing. the people that raised when it, him. When it me. gets to that point, for me, it's it, this relationship is not going to work because we have two different roles. Your your mum shouldn't... But that, it's not him your it, that you're beefing, me, you're beefing yeah, the parents. So but it should not. never get to the point where either parties, someone from either party says, okay, you have to choose between me or your wife or you should choose between your mum and me you no, shouldn't him never as a, be him like as a that. man so no me, one's when choosing get... for him him as a man no one's choosing for him he's making up his own mind and but no, i just but don't want him to, to be in that situation yeah i wouldn't want him to be in that situation what i'm trying to say is if it gets to that point for me for me that's a red flag because you should for me i don't think the mother-in-law should ever feel like i'm a threat well, it depends on what type of threat, threat like or threat or even she like, doesn't oh, like she's, you or she doesn't like you yeah because if she, she, like, she you're not good like enough you, for my son because i've heard so many scenarios where people are just like I, I just don't like her and then they really treat them badly me personally like i will talk with my my husband not husband with my man at that time mm-hmm. because before we get married we need to get this shit together first mm-hmm. so yeah um i'll talk to him about it and say look this is a problem we need to solve it and if we still can't solve it then it might be like deuces, literally, because I can't. What to I the can't, guy, the love co- of your life? I can't come and kill myself because of love. I can't come and kill myself. Do you understand? Everything has to be like all you coasty. said. I want the children to be able to go to grandma's parents. I want to be able to chew at grandma grandparents' house without my husband being there. What, how can what I drop cousins, them at the door about, and leave because they don't like place? me? What about auntie's place? What about that can be too? But the I, other me set of personally, I would love to have you know, a very good relationship with my in-laws. Yeah, same. But in that's an ideal situation. But yeah. if you're faced in this situation, this particular If they said, I don't like her, she's situation. not good enough for me, I will try my best to see what I can do. But if if after I've tried... And there's no pleasing them? They still don't accept me. I cannot f- come and kill myself. Me, I will I just... I cannot. No. Because I will, be, I will feel miserable. I should be able to... I, I know so many people in situations mm. like this where the mom ain't the mom does not like them or it's like you bring somebody oh, that's a, i'm gonna leave that for another day to discuss but it's like you bring somebody and then just like no i just don't like her because of where she's from or whatever yeah things like that it's just like for me if i see that now if i know that from now i'm not even gonna fuck with you it's because if it. i fall in love with you and then i now purposely put myself in a situation knowing that your mom is definitely not gonna accept me you understand? Mm-hmm. So I always ask these questions when I'm dating somebody because I really can't come and kill myself because of love. I can't. But like like we said before, if they're in Australia and my man is a good I didn't, man. I never thought about that situation. That's actually a good scenario. And my man is a good man. And am I really going to throw You won't really see them too tough. If Because the type of person that I am, I ain't going to find him. I never him. thought about that. I ain't going to find him again. So... Yeah, he's guys. a really good man i don't think i'll throw him away you know mm. i don't think so yeah guys that was it for this week let us know what you think yeah if you like answer that question as well on twitter hashtag on know. the low pod uh where can we find you miss jp you can find me on instagram at miss jp ms jp 3.0 i don't accept fake 
profiles and hair accounts so if you're a hair supplier hair accounts, allow it or, because you, you know, might not adding us too much is becoming annoying your promotion I don't want to page buy i have my own supply yeah. i don't i'm okay. not for, i'm Thanks. not accepting anyone's promotion page i'm not accepting anyone's fake account you know men be posing as women women be posing as men as their fake you know requests for you know model agency i'm not i'm not accepting any of that shit like if you want to follow me on instagram miss jp msjp 3.0 Thank you. And you can find me at a cup of Cinti on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and everywhere else. And read all my blogs on www.acupacinti.com. Stay blessed, people. Sugars and love. Bye. Bye. Bye.